Hi guys and welcome to the Atlas Weekly Recap, covering the events of the week ending Friday, March 31st, 2023. This week I'll be covering two of the final data pieces in the RBA's interest rate decision puzzle, being Australia's retail sales numbers and the monthly CPI indicator. We'll also be taking a look at the interest rate forecasts of the big four banks for next week, as well as a market indicator known as the RBA Rate Tracker. Finally, I'll provide a short market update on equity and currency markets for the last seven days. So let's get into it. Starting with Australia's retail sales numbers for the month of February, which were received on Tuesday. So to summarize what this data represents, it is data released by the ABS, the Australian Bureau of Statistics, which estimates the change in turnover. So the, the dollar value of total sales for, for retail businesses, which includes physical stores such as department stores, as well as their online sales. It's topical information in the current economic environment as it gives us an indication as to how the Australian consumer is spending on discretionary items, which in turn impacts on the, the price changes of these items, e.g. inflation. And the data showed that in February, retail sales increased by 0.2% from January, which is down from 1.8% in January. So essentially total turnover from January to, to February is, is up only 0.2%. And this was a, a softer than expected number with expectations of an increase of about 0.4% and is, I guess, is supportive of, of a slowdown in interest rate increases by the, the RBA. And in terms of a, a market reaction, we saw equity, equity markets react positive, positively to the news with the ASX 200 lifting over 1% on Tuesday. Looking to Australia's monthly CPI indicator, this was released on Wednesday and it showed that inflation here in Australia cooled to 6.8% in the 12 months of February, which is down from 7.4% in, in the 12 months to January. I've said this before, but just to reiterate, the, the monthly CPI indicator is, is different from the, the quarterly CPI indicator as it does not capture price data as, as comprehensively as the, the quarterly indicator we get every every three months. But I mean, nevertheless, you know, the, the data was softer than expected and, and you know, shows that inflation is, is continuing to, to come down here in Australia. While it's, you know, it's, it's fairly established that in inflation appears to be easing in Australia, the, the question for the for the RBA is, is whether or not they've, they've done enough with the, the current interest rate hikes to, to bring inflation down fast enough to this target range of 2 to 3% over the, over the next 12 to, to 24 months. So interest rate hikes, they do have a, a lagged effect. So it's, it's going to be a bit of a, a wait and see process. And... Um, yeah, that's the the RBA is just going to be asking itself whether or not they've, they've done enough by increasing the, the cash rate to its current 3.6%. And uh, if we look at the four key data points the RBA said it was looking at since it last made its interest rate decision in or earlier this month in, in March, they, they were looking at the unemployment rate here in Australia. They were looking at surveyed business conditions. And then the two data points we, we got this week being retail sales and the monthly CPI. So th these have all now been released. And with the two recent data points being, I guess, softer than expected, so retail sales and the monthly CPI were, were softer numbers. It's what the RBA will want to see if they're, to, to, if they're looking for inflation to come down. And I mean, these two data points combined with the, I guess, the stronger unemployment rates of so the unemployment data that we had 
come out this you know this month as well show that the unemployment rate is still very low uh record low and also shows that business conditions are quite quite good as well so two sort of contradicting sort of data points there so it really does create a great deal of anticipation leading up to next week's interest rate decision and whether or not the rba will pause next week or they'll hike again after after 10 consecutive interest rate hikes and this dovetails in, in nicely in terms of looking at what some of the looking at what the big four australian uh, australian banks uh think or expect interest rates to, to do so let's look at you know what the economists and, and analysis at the the big four uh, are expecting for our forecasting for the rba to do next week so i mean the big four i mean most people will know it's it's nab anz cba and westpac here in australia so looking at nab they expect the official cash rate so it's, it's 3.6 right now so they expect the cash rate to be 3.85 percent in april so expecting one more rate hike next week of uh, 25 basis points taking it to 3.85 looking at anz they are expecting the cash rate to be 3.85% in April and 4.1% in May. So they're suggesting two more rate hikes. And then looking at CBA and Westpac now, they're implying a, they're, they're expecting a cash rate target of 3.85% but in, in May. So both the same. And they, this, this implies that there's the possibility for a pause next, next week, then a final rate hike in, in May, or, you know, it could be, uh, you know, a hike next next week and then a pause in, in May. So clearly a mix among the the big four. But the consensus is we're we're very much near near the end of the the hiking cycle. I also wanted to talk about uh, an interesting ASX tool. Uh, ASX being uh, the Australian Securities Exchange. Uh, this this tool is known as the RBA Rate Tracker, which shows the I guess the money market's expectation of of a change in the official cash rate set by the the RBA. And in in very simple terms, it's a formula that calculates the the probability of a of an RBA interest rate change, and it's based on prices for futures contracts in the the cash rate market. And this is a derivatives market where investors effectively make bets on the anticipated change in the the cash rate. And for those interested, you can just Google RBA rate tracker, and you you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's it's updated daily, and as at the the 30th of March. It suggests the market expects a 100% probability of a no change in interest rates when the, the RBA meets next month or next week. And this is up from a 77% chance of a, of a no change on the, the 21st of March. So over the last 10 days, you know, the, the, the money market expects that the probability of a no change has increased from 77% to 100%. So very interesting uh, data point there. Lastly, I just wanted to pro provide a bit of a market recap given the, the recent volatility we've seen in, in the global banking sectors. And last week on probably the most notable, notable event last week, so on, on Friday night at Australian time, so when the European markets uh, opened on, on Friday, we saw German bank, uh, Deutsche Bank, uh, we saw their share price take a take a fall uh, and the, the catalyst for this was they they repaid some bondholders earlier than expected and this kind of sparked concerns that it, it might default on some other longer term bonds that it had and we saw the bank's share price it closed about 8.5 percent lower on friday and, and dragged the i guess the european the total sort of european stock market lower as well 
what was interesting, I mean, there was no uh, clear trigger for the declines on Fridays. There was nothing sort of fundamentally wrong with the, the bank's actions. And it was sort of deemed as a bit of an irrational sort of overreaction by investors. And we've seen since the, the share price fell on, on Friday, it's actually lifted about 9% over the last seven days to, to end flat over the weeks, over the, the last week, sorry. In terms of a market recap for the for the week to Thursday, the 30th of March, so recording this on, on a Friday. So for the last week to, to uh, Thursday, uh, yesterday, um, if we look at the ASX 200, it, it's up 2.2% over the last seven days. And it's mainly been due to the, the softer inflation data that, that we've received uh, this week. So we had the softer than expected retail sales data and then also a softer monthly CPI number as well. Looking at the US S&P 500, it's up 2.6% over the week. The Euro stocks 50 is up 1.86. The UK FTSE 100 up 1.61% and the Hang Seng in, in Hong Kong is up 1.3%. Uh, a bit of an update on the, the Australian dollar. Uh, it's it's up 0.7% uh, over the last week. And it's, it's been sort of floating around that US um, 67 uh, cents mark um, for, for the last month, I would say. It hasn't sort of, we haven't seen too many sort of um, drastic moves in, in the, the US, in, in the Australian dollar against the US dollar over the last month. So a bit of a, I guess, a positive week for, for equity markets. And I mean, looking to, to next week, we'll, we'll see, you know, what I've been talking about today. We'll see the RBA decide on, on Australia's interest rates on Tuesday. We've also got the Reserve Bank of New Zealand. Uh, they've, they're also handing down an interest rate decision. And we'll have some new, new data on property prices here in Australia as well, released by CoreLogic. So the, the monthly change in, in property prices uh, here in Australia, which is always interesting. And lastly, t tonight, uh, Friday, Australian time, we'll also see some US inflation data released as measured by the PCE, the Personal Consumption Expenditure Index. So there'll be plenty to cover off on next week. That's all for this week, guys, and I'll be back next week with another episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. Thanks for listening.